You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. I'm here today with uh, two newer friends in my life, and uh, these guys that I'm about to introduce to you are for the community, they're for the people, and I, I know that personally because I'm I'm in progress with them at the Brain Health Restoration Center. Uh, this is a brain treatment center ran by the medical director by the name of Dr. Damon Zavala, and I'm also here with Jeff Hadwick, which is the lead neurotech. Dr. Zavala, thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. Thank you. And Jeff, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Cammy. I appreciate it. Heck yeah. So uh, we're just going to cut to this chase, you guys. Uh, we have a big audience listening today, and we want to talk about the brain. We want to talk about exactly what brain health restoration has to offer. We want to know everything that you've been teaching me, and I've been attempting <laughs> to tell everyone via Instagram, DMs, text messages, and at the gym. Uh Dr. Zavala, what, what is brain health restoration? Brain health restoration is a cutting edge technology, technology that uh, does neuromodulation. Neuromodulation is this big fancy word that we use, but it's, we do more, we're doing neuromodulation right now drinking coffee. So we're speeding up our brain. We're speeding up the activity. You can also slow down the brain and with alcohol, marijuana, medications. And so people are doing neuromodulation to their, to their brain every day and don't even know it. We just happen to have technology that does this without having the repercussions of what we do to ourselves. In other words, alcohol has some repercussions, obviously, and cocaine and all the uppers to the brain, that has repercussions. But we can, we can neuromodulate uh, safe and effective without using medications, which is cool. That's what everyone wants to hear right now, right? <laughs> Especially in this world. And and I got to say, being a professional in the fitness industry, that there is other sources of medicine, right? So many people want the quick fix. They, they want to do it now. And I'm telling you, I mean, after my first uh, treatment today, I'm, I'm healed, right? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> we like that. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just acting like one of my, my clients, right? I, how can I lose this fat now? Um, but it takes, a, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes uh, discipline to, to know this. And you're, I, I just love it because you're, you're, our medicine is the food. Our medicine is the motion. Our medicine is sleep. And um, I'm just happy to, to hear that there is more medicine opposed to just taking it. But in the big scheme of things, it's really short period of time. I mean, we're talking about one round is 10 treatments, right. 10 days. So two weeks basically. Sure. And the average person takes two to three rounds to get fully healed, which is really- Nothing in the grand nothing, scheme of things. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeff, uh, Jeff Had Hadwick is here with us today. And Jeff, a little backdrop story on you. How in the world did you get introduced to brain health restoration? 
Um, I got introduced to Dr. Zavala and Brain Health Restoration um, as a patient. Um, I was uh, introduced, I uh, have a lot of backstory I'd love to share at some point. Yes, heck yeah. Um, I, had a, I played um, football for probably too many years. Um, I didn't have any diagnosed concussions, um, although a lot of people's stories um, have concussions involved. Um, I struggled in life. Right. Um, as I got older, um, I'll be 47 in January. It's yes. crazy. Uh, but I, I started to really struggle and actually um, rabbit hole as I come here. My kids went to St. John's um, across the street. Yep. And there were moments that I would drive them to preschool. They're 14 and 16 now, two daughters. Yes. Where I would start crying, like crying on the way to dropping them off on my way to work. And I could never understand why am I feeling this way, right? And that was just one symptom that, that I was um, baffled by, um, as well as anxiety, depression. Um, we call it mental fog, but the inability to multitask, to be able to process multiple pieces of information that are coming at me um, and not get frustrated, not get irritated, not get angry, uh, not get discouraged. Um, that wasn't a part of my life, right? I was, uh, I didn't have anger issues. I more had depression issues. That anxiety would lead to depression and, and this guilt and why, what's wrong with me and um, kind of poor me mentality. Mm -hmm. um, so I struggled for years with it. Now, at the same time, I got a 4.0 in my master's program, right? I was married at the time. Um, I was a teacher um, teaching culinary arts. So outwardly, it looked like things were fine. Um, on the inside, uh, they were far from it. Um, and with my athletic background, I didn't know how to ask for emotional help. Anytime I needed help on the field, I went to the gym, I studied more film, right? I asked the you coaches, tough card. <laughs> right? I, I toughened up, right? I tried harder okay. and it would work on the athletic field. Um, but I never needed emotional help and I was completely out of touch with that element of my life. And so when the chips fell, when I started having these emotional issues, um, I didn't know how to ask for help, even from my wife at the time, right? My life partner at the time, who we met at 19, um, I didn't have the ability at the time to say, you know what, I'm struggling and it's not physically, it's not with pain, it's emotionally, right? And, and in the generation I grew up in, uh, being a man, I was kind of misled on how do I get in touch with my emotional side, you know, because I'm a, my, my daughters laugh at me all the time uh, because I'm, you know, the old school metro, mm -hmm. right? Because I am kind of feminine. With, yeah. I have feminine characteristics. I do laundry. I clean the house. I cook, right? But yet when it really came to important issues, like I'm struggling, um, I didn't know how to say those things. Yeah. So um, I had some physical health issues come up that really made me uh, change everything about my life. I got Crohn's disease. I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease in the middle of 2009. I just got my master's. Um, the next week I was in Cabo celebrating and I came down with what ended up being Crohn's disease. And I thought I wasn't emotionally ready to handle life before when I was faced with a chronic illness that I hadn't even heard of. I was sitting on the table. I'm looking at the gastroenterologist and he tells me 
he had a Texas accent, and I'll never forget it, because he called me boy. Mm-hmm. He said, boy, you, you have Crohn's disease. And this was after the exam, which was quite extensive and wasn't very pleasant. Um, I looked at my wife at the time and, and swore and said, what is that? I didn't know. And you know what? <clears throat> Everything went a million miles an hour from that point forward. Um, I stopped hearing things. I was so turned inside, focusing on this fact that I couldn't understand what it was um, and I couldn't express how I felt that I was completely devastated, absolutely devastated. And, uh, and so those turned me to pain medication, which was my first introduction to pain medication. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the next several years, um, that became my coping skill emotionally. And so um, usually when um, very dangerous controlled substances become your way of coping, um, things aren't going to turn out well. And they didn't for me. And so through the process of getting in some trouble, um, I was introduced to Brain Health Restoration Clinic and Dr. Zavala. Um, I had to fix um, why I was doing what I was doing. So at the time, I was actually in rehab. <laughs> Reno Sparks Gospel Mission. Yep. I was there for 16 months. Yep. Um, during that stay, I was brought to the um, Brain Health Restoration as they were beginning to develop this clinic um, and started treatment. And, uh, and you know, it, it's the rest is kind of history. As I went through 30 treatments, much like you had your first one today, yes. um, I had 30, so that would be three rounds of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, all along the way, we took new pictures of our brain, which we call an EEG. It's a live recording of how your brain is communicating. Um, there was, it was probably the most relief I had ever felt other than a district court judge saying I didn't have to go to prison. I'm going to give you an opportunity, which was what brought me to the clinic. Um, the second most relieving thing I had heard is when Dr. Zavala showed my brain what was going on with my brain and actually said, this is why. Right? Was it, was it kind of like, you're messed up, look at your brain? Yeah. Yeah? Your, your brain's communication is so poor right. that the, the consequences or the symptoms from poor communication or lack of harmony in the brain... Sure. Um, is creating how you're feeling, which is high anxiety, then depression, um, irritability, mental fog, right? right? Which is, I, I couldn't process life anymore, right? right? I, I, it took energy from me just to go to work every day and try to deal with teaching a lesson to high school students, then dealing with my kids, then dealing with my relationship. All are full-time jobs. And I was doing the bare minimum because in reality, all I wanted to do was go in my room, shut the door, and pray that tomorrow something changed that I felt better. And Dr. Zavala, when you hear this, and, and this was based upon substance abuse, and it was based off of also concussions, probably, what other what other things can happen in someone's life that they would go to see you if it's not just substance abuse and or a concussion? It's a great question. We, as physicians, for 20 years, I've been putting people into categories of ICD-9 codes, now ICD-10 codes. What that means is, you come in with a certain set of symptoms and I try to diagnose you and put you into a compartment. And that, when I, when I started to work here, I started to realize that that is not the way to go. Uh, Dr. Jen did, I, I learned from him and, I, I, and he just had a way of 
communicating with people, which I liked. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it really uh, told me how to communicate with other people. And so now I look at an EEG and I look at a, a, a report and I, it's not that I don't put you in those categories, but I, I look at it and go, this is what's off. And so we just need to fix it. So it's, yes, we still go by diagnoses and things of that nature and what, you know, uh, depression and we call it anxiety. We call all these things, but we actually can see it now. We can see it on the report. And so once you see it and that's off or disharmony, we just want to put those back in alignment and those things start to go away. Awesome. So flowing from where you just came from, what else? Um, so that that's, as he's telling me this, as I'm seeing, because we, we provide a report for the patient yep. and the first um, meeting with the doctor can be tricky, right? Because we want to explain what you're looking at, right? Because there was a lot going on in my head. You know, I, I had the fortune of, of I didn't come from work. I came from a safe environment that was trying to protect me. My parents were there. Um, and um, as you see this report, as you got to see your first one, and we try to explain kind of what this is, and, and this is what it's showing us, and this is what we're after. And, and I think that was the, the, the start of this comfort level that the clinic provides is it explains to me wh what's going on. Right. Why? And, 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 and right? I'm in this right now, you guys, and mm -hmm. already I've been through two years of therapy from my trauma. I haven't had, I mean, I think I got a concussion last week, by the way, on my bike first ever. I mean, I knocked my head pretty stinking hard. <laughs> right. I saw some stars for sure. But, um, but, but, but prior to, uh, you know, my life of living, I found that the stressors and the, uh, the trauma became almost like you're talking, like I couldn't even think anymore. It, it was just so non-harmonic, you know, and I knew something was off. And I, I was also, I, I was sharing with the client today. I'm like, I feel like I'm learning English sometimes with my own self. Like, what's that word? What's that word? And I'm looking up in like the cloud of words, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I'm saying to, knowing and finally acknowledging to self like something's stinking wrong right and i wouldn't have thought of the brain but two years ago dr caroline leaf got brought to my intention and that was the beginning of my therapy right and so many people are scared of therapy because they're men you know or <laughs> we're strong women and we're supposed to just do it and and be octopus you know eight arms and do it all so two years ago Therapy started, Dr. Caroline Leaf, Dr. Nicole Anderson, and then bam, Jeff Hadwick comes in the gym. Ugh, right? And he's just telling me and preaching uh, about brain health restoration. And then Dr. Zavala comes into my life, and I had known you but not known you for years, right? right. And so like you just said, the chips fall. And I hope that people are picking up their chips along the way because it's for a reason. That's I wasn't right. supposed to meet you Absolutely. back then. Right. You know, I just wasn't. You were intended to be in my life today. So anyways, my point is, as you go into this first session, for anyone that's listening that's even 1% remotely interested in, in, in this uh, form of therapy, rather, you sit down in front of Dr. Zavala, and it's it's nerve-wracking. It's overwhelming. And I remember just bawling my... Not of me, right? No, not, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's so intimidating, but it, it, it is, it's, it's just like this, almost like this safe place and just like submit 
finally, you know, like there, there might be more of a chance than what I came from. And I had a lot of growth for a year and a half, you know, up until meeting you two months ago. So, um, I think that that was a, a big, a big deal. Like you just said, and it's a pretty cool word lately, right? Do you feel safe? And I felt safe there. I felt good. I felt, uh, the trust. And so then you start to realize like, holy smokes, out of, out of sight, out of mind. So when you don't see your brain and you don't see your organs, you're like, it doesn't exist. But when you handed me this, I'm holding onto the paper right now. You hand me this. I'm like, what? I'm really working in the theta state, you know, and you would never stink and know this. Right. That's right. So that's, that's the beauty of sitting in that first appointment. Don't you think? Absolutely. And then what? It was, I could take a deep breath finally because someone understood my brain. (laughs) Well, I I thought going in, what, what if it was just me? (laughs) Right. Well, you always, that that validation, very good. And you always think you're alone when so many people right now, you think you're alone. They think they're alone. Jeff, what if I'm the anomaly? What if I'm the one outlier that, because my nickname was was can't get right, not to use crazy English, right? Because no matter what I was facing, I couldn't seem to get things right. Right. And uh, and there was some evidence of why I was feeling the way I was. Right? right. It wasn't me, you know, kind of continuing to lose, you know, um, touch with with what I thought life was. And uh, and so I was able to take a deep breath, um, and then like you did, right? Start treatment. And, uh, and with patients during those first two weeks, um, it's, everyone's different, right? Your protocol is different. Your report is different. So your response to treatment will be different. And, and that's a good to stop you right there. Doc, you a hundred percent believe that there's not a one-stop shop, one recipe, one blueprint for every person. You just talked about it. You, You were doing therapy. So therapy does help. Yes, we know that. But when you do treatment with us, you start to get traction with your therapy. All these other modalities that you're using will start to take shape and you'll be able to cope. I know this sounds a little bit corny, but it's true. You start to actually take everything you're learning and apply it. Right. Um, Before we move on, Jeff, my mom, I mean, practically is crying by the fact that I finally submitted and said yes to Dr. Zavala, right? And like I said, I wasn't ready two months ago. I was, I was nervous as crap. And um, anyways, my mom, my mom just told me, she goes, I can finally get through things without this pressure of high anxiety and thinking that my, you know, just a whirlwind. She, she's able to process and think and have that clarity. And she, and she paints the picture so, so beautifully now, you know, as before it was like, oh, fudge, mom's high, high stress, high strung. And I see it as a, as an adult now and watching my mom walk through the anxiety and just, you know, the, the mother of octopus arms of eight you know so even thank you for touching my family's life Jesus louise um but uh rolling into the 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 consult with dr zavala and then you get it went into your first treatment where was your head there um there was a lot of hope right because i think dr zavala um with his uh, one-on-one consultation basically is really makes a connection with people and I think that's key. Um, I, 
there was a lot of trauma from my experiences with gastroenterologists talking over my head, me not understanding. And you know what? To be honest with you, I would have a list of questions in these in these appointments because the honeydew, ask about this, ask about that. Sure. And I was so emotionally devastated that I would get there and I would freeze because I didn't know how to relate. Right. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm barely surviving. And I have this really intelligent specialist telling me about medications and side effects and options and and I can't make a decision, right? I needed a patient advocate at that time because I was that emotionally destroyed, not to mention physically I am not well, right? Because my Crohn's disease hasn't been treated yet. Can you imagine how many people feel this way today walking into anywhere that they're getting professional help and they're seeking because they know something's wrong and then yeah. they leave with that like that gun-shy mode, like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know. I no more information after all my visits <laughs> Yeah. than I had going into it. Right, because you I was seeing my gastroenterologist. That's right. So the great thing about our clinic is you may feel that way at, the, at, at that initial time, mm-hmm. right? Because you've been there for an EEG. You've done some paperwork, right? You've met the tech, myself or our other tech. Sure. Um, then you go into the review, which will be the second time. So it kind of can help bring down some of that anxiety of what the, what is this all about, right? First of all, what is brain treatment? Right, because I know when I first heard of it, I thought of Frankenstein getting yeah, right, yeah, and it's nothing like that. No, we and we'll get into that. that. Yes, um, but it, it kind of dispels all the myths that I have, right. and then you sit down and have this comfortable conversation with the doctor. Well, and also, um, why does my doctor, Kevin Brown, want to be my concierge doctor? Because he's done running with just numbers. Right. Correct. And he's not helping people at the level that that man can help someone. Mm -hmm. So guess what? Dr. Brown has 200 patients and I'm one of them. And the dude sits down with me for two hours too long. I'm like, doc, I got to (laughs) go. You know, and he, but, but I swear my whole life, I mean, not, I had my brother, uh, I had multiple other men that have gone through your, uh, um, treatment and then my mother and then now myself. So yeah, there was that comfort but also walking in there you feel the the close-knit tightness and when i was in your office i wasn't feeling that pressure it's like i gotta go that he's got another patient right behind me like you just have it a, a well-serving place where you feel comfortable and at the end of the day you feel not comfortable in nine out of ten places well maybe it's because i did the treatment as well Ooh, i was a patient oh, so uh, i, I had the same anxiety i had the same pressure or what what have you going in there i was scared when dr jen read my report i'm shaking for some reason i'm going what am i doing what's he gonna see but it was validation exactly what we were just talking about with you and everybody else that comes in when i go over something i'll look at the screen and i'll look back and there's like tears welling up in people's eyes because they're i'm not crazy yes i'm not crazy and and that is something that i happened to me too yeah so going through it i'm just going wow i i am not crazy <laughs> maybe i am but <laughs> i think there's hope for me getting treated right. so i had to get treated wow that's cool um i always tell my clients i'll never go through a workout that i haven't been put through myself you know right. and to have a doctor sitting right here and and you've gone through the whole procedure that's right well, That's and, really cool. To touch on that, obviously, I've had treatment. Yes. Doctors have all had treatment. Yes. Um, but I think it's the essence of our clinic is 
Um, we're all there because we believe in what we do so highly, yep. right? And we treat everyone that comes in there with that honor and respect of, I know what you feel, yep. right? I, I know where you're at. And because, and you know, they're, people struggle. That's why they're there, yeah. you know? And we're there be, because we want to be there because what it has done for our lives. Absolutely. And we want to pay it forward in a sense, right? Because this is new technology, right? As Dr. Zavala alluded to in the beginning, is this is cutting edge technology. Yeah, that, I felt it today. That at times, <laughs> people, their first response is, that's unbelievable, right? Yeah. My dad in, his first, in our first review said, this is too good to I be true. Mm -hmm. And at the end of 30 treatments, he's crying. Mm -hmm. My mom's crying. I'm crying because he says, my son is back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, and so it's this proof, patient after patient, of um, us seeing this of, of what it does and, and how it helps. Right, not only me, but that ripple yeah. effect. You know, I was um, liking it to mm -hmm, to the please. gospel. You know, you hear the gospel and you just you you can't just keep that to yourself. No, right? I mean, <laughs> no, it's share it. Very good. Yeah, right. I mean, if you have something that can be life saving. Right. And I think the three of us and a lot of our subscribers right now that are listening right now, we understand what gratitude is. And gratitude not is not an I thing. Gratitude is what the feeling inside coming from people before us and, and around us. You know, and so that's where I feel your guys' gratitude comes from is the fact that you are literally a vessel, a hand to give hope and to give a place in people's lives where they're not alone. I walked in for my second consult with Dr. Zavala and this, this young man walked out and I literally teared up and it probably will make me tear up now, but he was so happy and he was so excited. Um, I don't know his story. You guys don't have, we don't have to talk about it, but I know that he felt a certain way walking out of that room. And as I walked him, as I watched him walk out of the foyer all the way into the, or from the waiting room all the way to his car, truck where he was getting picked up, he was telling the person that was picking up, my brain, my brain. And he was touching his brain mm. and he could feel, he was telling that person that he could feel his brain working. Yeah, that's so great. You know, and you guys have no idea. Like, I can't imagine the conversations that are happening just like your father and, and, and your family saying he's back. Like, my mom is so excited right now because she wants her daughter back. She doesn't want this uncomfortable human just rolling on eggshells and ice all the time. It's not right. For over two years, I've been able to witness that. We've been able to see that in people mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Absolutely. Not something I can say for working in the hospital. Ab it's Come just, on. It's just not... And that's why... Is that, is that why you're here? What is... There's... Yeah, there's more to it behind yeah. there, but... I had to, I wasn't happy. I wasn't, uh, I, I looked at what I was doing. You know, we were very idealistic when we get into med school. I want to help people. I want to do this. And, and it, it's not corny. It's the truth. But when you get into medicine and you find out what are you really doing sure. and you see the same people coming in and out of the hospital and you're, you're treating them and then you're getting them better and then they come back again it's just this revolving door and sometimes the same exact people are coming back in and you just you just wonder to yourself what am i doing do you know what you guys bring to the table just from i'm just staring at you guys right now but already you bring to the table yes a 
unique personal brain health and wellness center, right? Mm -hmm. That's what you bring to the table. But what also it, it, it makes you so different and so unique from other doctors and facilities and centers is that you guys are a part of the health and wellness system. Right. You guys are the ones I, I've gotten in fights with some doctors, Doc. But I'm like, you should be a nutritionist. You should be a registered dietitian and stop pushing all of this Pfizer crap into these people's lives and really help them with the true medicine, right? right? So it's so cool to look at you two. Jeff, I see him every day at the gym. Dr. <laughs> Zavala is, 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 and I know he's embedded in health and wellness because I know his stinking wife, right? And that chick is, <laughs> that chick's on fire. So you can't get away with nothing, That's right? right? And, and then on top of it, you're bringing a team of physicians and neuroscientists that is a part of this brain restoration clinic with the most high technology that we could have. What is what? Okay, so you go into the, the first uh, treatment, right? And then you did 30 of them. What between the two of you, you guys have to battle this magnetic E resonance therapy. Did I say it right? You did. Woo! Um, it must be the treatment. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that's going to be my joke for life. Um, but anyways, so what is this Mert? What, what, how, why, what's going on with the technology? It is TMS. Most people have heard of TMS treatments, transcranial magnetic stimulation. Those clinics are, are in town. Those are all over the world. Uh, we're using a magnetic coil, the TMS, but to be delivered in a uh, particular way that's individualized. So, for instance, people that go to a TMS clinic, and it's, it, it's not a knock on them, it's just that the FDA is only allowing them to treat everybody one size fits all. Everybody gets treated at 10 hertz. Yep. Everybody gets treated 120% 120 of their motor threshold. That's it. That's it. Everyone. So if you one stop shop, yeah, everyone fits in that you, box. Yeah. If you go to a, a store that all sells t size ten shoes, yeah. You know, if you have a ten, you're in luck. Well, I uh, today in my treatment, I came in my threshold test. What was that called? The motor threshold. Yeah, my motor threshold test came into forty four percent, right? And then I have to work at eighty percent from that number. That's your right. That's your treatment intensity that sure and that, yeah. so that i mean are you saying at that tms that you're not going to get would that be 120 percent of oh, your that's what that you mean number. yes Got correct it. so they treat you with higher intensity yes sir so what you felt today with your treatment would be intensified intensified i would have fell Absolutely. off the chair jeff 40 percent Oh my yeah. gosh, I would have fell off the stinking chair. Right, right, right. Okay. And, it, and it's not, we're not doing that because of, just because of how it feels. That's not the reason. The reason is the safety and everything that's been the, the vetting process of this and the safety protocols. It's, we can nudge or move those neurons where we need to be without having to be so Bullying. intense. Yeah. Right? So... The in higher intensity sometimes can actually backfire. Yeah, and and you know, Doc, I gotta tell you, you got a pretty good head tech on your on your hands here because <laughs> so blessed to have. Oh <laughs> man, I just I repeat, he talks and I repeat, he talks and I repeat, and I write everything down, and it just sounds so good between the two of you. But he was telling me today that if the if the neurons get too bullied, 
Uh, they don't, it doesn't have the interaction that we're intended to at the lower frequency. Nudging is a good word. Sure. Yeah. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's really neat. So the, so talking about the transformation that you can find at the Brain Health Restoration Center, what does that look like? Well, you know, the, uh, everybody's a little different. You know, our personalities play a role in it. Um, the, the, the way that we've lived our life, our perception, our attention to detail, right? all these things play into how a patient is starting to share with me because 30 minutes a day, five days a week, right? Maybe six weeks, could be less, could be more. Depends on the patient, right? Those 30, 20, 30, 40 treatments, typically it's 20 to 30 for the average patient to come in yep. before we, we don't see them needing treatment anymore. But that yeah, that's another uh, topic. But everyone starts to explain things a little differently. So there's everyone's a little different. For me, um, the the typical things we look at uh, on a day-to-day basis would be anxiety level in a 24-hour period, depression, irritability, um, sleep. We monitor sleep for you. Sleep is very important. It's a huge piece of of what we do. Um, morning light this this concept of your internal clock or officially it's called a circadian rhythm very important and dr zavala goes over that um, during your first review um, because the body is meant to function in a 24-hour cycle and we have natural hormones that help us do that melatonin specifically Um, and so when we get that circadian rhythm off which means day is day night is night our brain is awake during the day and our brain is ready to rest at night. That's the concept of circadian rhythm or our internal clock. That gets thrown off by life. You can almost fill in the blank. Um, that starts to change that, right? Um, it can be lifestyle, uh, which would be um, as we are younger, we tend to be night owls, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say in our 20s in college, yes. you can imagine um, families. Um, careers, like we had talked about today, um, police officers working graveyard shifts, nurses, nurses, um, physicians, right? We've, we've got a lot of industry uh, that is up at night. Um, but to kind of uh, digress a little bit, um, is that sleep and how important it really is. So you're talking about optimizing the sleep wake cycle, which is what I heard of the very first time I walked in there. And I'll tell you what, learning about the sun and the beauty of God's creation right then and there and being like, what? I've been missing out from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m., the blue light that that is for me right. to right. to to go into my eyes. And then that's a benefit. I, I'm, I'm noticing that through sitting here with you guys, being in the office, and you guys do a very good job. If it, nothing is being answered, you can look up and, and just read something and be educated at your facility, which I think is so amazing too. But the thing that stood out to me was morning light equals proper sleep. That's right. So what does that look like, Doc, at, at the end of the day? And how do we get this blue light? And what are the benefits of this? It becomes a lifestyle change. It's something that, uh, you know, I want to go back and touch on a little bit on, on Jeff. You know, when he came to me, when I first met him, it, you know, I, he was there, he was ready. He was, he was, uh, in a bad state of mind, yep. but still mind, body, spirit. He was there. We, we, I say that a lot because some people are there because someone brought him there. It doesn't, 
didn't really, they're not really invested in it, but Jeff was. So that helps tremendously when you have someone that's eager, just as, you know, you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. So when we talk about morning light and okay, I, I kind of call it their homework. You know, your job is to show up and to get this morning light. And they're just, oh, what is that? That's something after the treatment, when you're done with us at the treatment, you that's something that's going to be incorporated. Just like eating right and exercising, <laughs> morning light is part of that. That's part of your equation. Yeah. For... Well, I mean, our ancestors are not going to get into the whole, sure. you know, the uh, the paleo way, but they they didn't have they didn't have roofs over their head. They had light to wake them up, the sun, and when the sun went down, they went to sleep. I don't believe they had a pile of sec for their stomach and antidepressants and antipsychotics and all these other things that we're treating people with nowadays. It's, they didn't. They pretty healthy life. Mm, that's so so, good. so it's 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 a lifestyle that has to be adopted uh, to get into the science of it, which you you know know a little bit what he just touched upon. The the light has to be non filtered, so no glasses, no contacts. You have to be outside actually and your pineal gland will store up the melatonin and then 12 to 14 hours later will be secreted. So the people that are getting sleepy around 9 or 9.30 but push past that and then they get their second wind, you've missed your opportunity. The brain needs to cool down. It's like a, a computer that's on. If it's on 24 hours, it's going to slow down and not work. Our brains are the way it you know will work, but it just slows down on its own. Said, so, look, if you're not going to give me that time to cool down, I'm going to do it on my own. That's right. And so that's the neuromodulation that I was talking about before. That the lifestyle, the the night the night call that I used to do, and how it affected me. And as I got older and hit fifty, I just I, I really couldn't do it anymore. I just I just couldn't function. A week of night call threw me off for the rest of the month. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, when we were younger and more adaptable, uh, you're still doing damage to yourself, but you didn't know you were doing that. So the brain was slowing down. The front part of the brain will slow down first and then pull everything and shift to this lower level of, of optimization, which we call theta or delta. Those are the brain waves that are active at that point in sleep and, and half asleep, half awake. Uh, we really want to function in the alpha and beta realm, which are uh, what the most efficient waves the brain uses. Right. I was watching the talk from Dr. Wan, and right at the beginning after he was talking about the military, um, he was talking about that sleep is the one of the most important things that we can apply into our life that is another calling for optimal use of our, of our brain. And I think for so long, um, like Dr. Zavala said, and I know that you can attest to this through lifestyle, um, we just take sleep for granted and almost look at at it as a weakness, you know? And I just did another podcast uh, that dropped last week and just about the mom shame, the mom shame to not even take a nap. I can't even tell you the, the course of the last 13 years. I'm like, if I sleep, I'm missing out. If I sleep, I'm failing them. If I sleep, you guys, I am a better human for my children, for my work, and for you guys. So um, thank you for touching base on the sleep-wake cycle. Yeah, to, just to expand on that. So people that, I didn't talk to you about this, but the beta function, we don't really make too much 
you know, we don't really talk about that a lot. But beta function, there's a lot of folks that have a lot of beta activity going on when they're just awake and rested and supposed to be an alpha. Those, those people don't need as much sleep. Yeah. So those people can get away with it, so to speak. So, so there are... pull their brain again, off, maybe get four to five hours of sleep and do just fine. But not everybody can do that. Sure. And so when we look at this, when we look at everyone's report, we can say, you know, uh, someone will tell me, oh, yeah, I only need four or five hours. And I go, well, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> and other people it's that don't have right there. that, yeah, if they don't have that, no, you, you probably need more than that. And you're probably not getting it. Unreal. I, I've just been testing myself over the last year, and I'm noticing that my four to six was not what I needed. I need more of the six to eight. Is that right, yeah, Doc? I didn't talk to you about that yesterday, but yeah, looking at your report, that makes sense why it doesn't work for you. That's so funny. Um, and the, just the facts right there, and I spoke of this on my video on, what is that called, a IGTV or something that last week. But it's one of those things that I was just saying, like as a fitness professional, it's it's really easy to I guess take from what they're saying right um this is how I feel and this is what I want and I want to fit in my jeans and I want to look really good when I'm really fatigued and I'm just fat I hear it all right but but I'm like okay okay thank you for all of your information now I need you to go to Reno Diagnostics I need you to go to put yourself through a DEXA scan what yeah, it's the most elite scan that we can put ourselves through to understand a little bit more about you, which is your, which is a part of your fitness assessment on my behalf. And clearly, I'm not trying to make a buck on this because I'm sending people away right. to get information back so I can know them in a better standpoint and so they can have better relationship with themselves. So once they come back, the first thing that I see, they always look at the body fat and they're like, pissed off on the drive over already because they're like super hyper focused on you know the 40 percent right but fortunately for me as i've grown older uh, beyond vanity is i'm looking at the ag ratio which is your hip to waist ratio which is your android to gynoid which is you know doctors and the hierarchy of that standpoint would say you need to decrease this number in order to live a longer life and not fall into the the bracket of cardiovascular disease or even having a better quality of life yes sir which is probably I should use that too. I should use that. Better quality of life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so, anyways, and then that's the it's the aha moment. Like, what? You know that about me? No, I just we have great technology to show this. Right. Then I'm gonna look at your body fat and where your body fat percentage comes from, which is from your BMC, your lean mass, and your fat mass, and let those numbers average out to this number. So the scale doesn't matter. No, ma'am. No, it doesn't. You know, and so I, I found um, this is where I can relate with you guys and, and speak a layman terms is we need, just like I brush my teeth every day, I'm good at brushing my teeth every day. I don't go to the gym without brushing my teeth every day. And my sons are going to do this one day. And, and, and I do this for my, for my oral hygiene. Correct. And then I, I go do see my, my doctor or my dentist every six months because I need that professional help. Right. I'm looking at you guys at this level now. You guys have something so intricate and so detailed that is, that is the DEXA scan for in my field. You know, you have it. And then, and then you are there to, to be a light and to be hope. So 
if anyone's listening right now and and they're actually circling in their hamster in their hamster wheels like oh my gosh should i or should i not what what do you say to people that are just coming from the the idea of like maybe maybe i need to get in there just what you just said we we really if i sat down with somebody without this information i could hear all day long what their issues or what they're struggling with but if i am not looking at it i don't know how to help them come on so that's, that's so start with an eeg that's yep. always a start perfect and that's will just bring down like he said sometimes you get in there you're just overwhelmed with this over oh, there what are they going to do to my brain when just start with an eeg just sit there and chill for 10 minutes and let jeff do an eeg on you yeah and the eeg again to reiterate it's you sit in a chair, you have a swimming cap on, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. You close your eyes for 10 minutes and we record. It's a live recording of how your brain is communicating within itself. That's all it is. It's non-invasive, it's very simple. Right. It takes about, we give you 45 minutes, but in reality, it's about a 30 minute process from start to finish, from me setting up the equipment to recording that 10 minutes. Yep. Um, which then produces this report where you can sit down with Dr. Zavala and we'll tell you what we found and then we'll tell you um what we hope to do for you that's right right? i mean we pretty much know what we can do for you right but we're not we don't try to false promise and we're not there to make a buck we're there to help you and we're we're there to provide you the information Mm -hmm. and then let you make a decision Right. You guys, Even I go, waited two months. Go, go home sure people, and think about it. Discuss yeah. it with your loved ones. That's right. Right. This is what we found. This is what we know we can do. And this yep. is what we're offering you. And then you can make a, an educated, informed decision with the information that we have. Yep. With you seeing the clinic. You can even come in just for a tour. Come meet us. Mm. Come see the machine. So cool. Come see the rooms. It's a real thing. Okay. Right? Um, and, and so I'm going to tell them right now. I'm started. cutting in, Jeff. This is my little commercial. If you guys are loving this right now, I need you uh, to... I'm going to put it all in the description and all, but call Brain Restoration, Brain Health Restoration, and uh, let them know that the front desk that you heard this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a great icebreaker for me. Right out of the gate, right? Absolutely. They already heard you. Yeah, I think the worst part about that whole scene is when you do an EEG and you see someone that's struggling, their patient health questionnaire nine scores are through yes. the roof, and they decide not to do it. And you just feel so bad for them. You yeah. just, I mean, just not not in a way that you just know you can help them, yes. and they're not going to get the help. Yep, yeah. and yeah, they're gonna just, they're gonna suffer hard. for a yeah. while longer before they walk in again. Yeah, hopefully, hard. hopefully, you know. Sure, yeah. Um, I I wanted to state this as well because it was a big topic lately is we go through our whole life literally our whole life and sometimes we feel love right sometimes we feel happiness and sometimes we feel joy and all the emotions you know and 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 at a higher caliber and less and at the end of the day we got to know that this relationship with self and for us three with christ Mm -hmm. is the ultimate Right. And, and then we're putting the practice of, of what you guys have on top of everything else and, and bringing light to know yourself a little bit more. And I, and I'm, and I'm pushing this right now with my clients. Like I'm a fitness expert 
And I am pushing more mental health than I ever have in my whole life. And hence, we're living in the life of COVID. So if anyone's listening to this three years from now, we did have a place in life where (laughs) crap hit the fan. It's probably going to be something else at that time. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Totally. But, um, But at the end of the day, I'm not going to turn 60, you guys, and wake up and be like, I should have. I I wish I would have known my brain a little bit more. I wish I would have known me a little bit more. And you guys are an avenue to understanding who your patients are a little bit more. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit yesterday with you and just trying to get the best version of themselves. And that is something when people ask about this, does it treat this or this disease or that disease? You know... I'm all about getting the best version of themselves, but they don't really understand that until they really are starting to go through the whole process mm-hmm. and start to see the change. I didn't realize that I that I was struggling with whatever. You know, some people will come in and they'll fill out that questionnaire and then two weeks later they'll, oh wow, I really was struggling. Maybe well, I should have marked that a little differently. Well, and how cool could we, we could advise this right now for anyone that's listening that might be already a patient or maybe a patient in the future, but I'm already ready with my journal just on this treatment alone. I have had Jeff send me the questionnaire and I have all my questions down that I answered from yesterday and then the questions of six that I got asked today and that I call it the raw emotion. I'm going to I'm going to flow by myself for 30 minutes after after this podcast actually and I'm just going to have this time to understand because if you do, if we can't reflect with the now we really how cannot measure the growth right and so I think that that's um a good thing that we can suggest to our subscribers right now to to get in touch with really how you're feeling instead of acting like it's not happening at all right well like you said I think they can just Google PHQ-9. Come on. Get, the, get it. Get the, and right. score it themselves, and they can read at the bottom what that they're struggling with mental health. Yes. What a great suggestion. I like that. Yep. And I think with in all of this, you know, especially for those who are hearing this for the first time, um, there's no trickery involved here, right? Um, as you've heard earlier, I'm a patient. Dr. Zavala was a patient. We're involved in this because um, for me, particularly, I really had a point in time where I was struggling in life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I walked into NAMS in 2014 and told them I wanted to kill myself. Um, I woke up three and a half years ago sleeping in a bush. I can remember what that smelled like and the sensation of that dirt, um, what that was like. I was homeless. I mean, that's where my brain and the struggles I had in life took me. And um, so it's real. You know, and one of the amazing parts of what I get to do is I know what it felt like to be hopeless, right? And part of me being able to develop hope in my life was going to this clinic and meeting Dr. Zavala and having the treatment as well as being introduced to my spirituality to where I have hope in my life. And the the thing I want to try and influence people that come into my life is I don't ever want anyone to feel what it was like to walk out of NAMS with no solution, right? That was pure hopelessness for me, and that was the most miserable feeling I've ever had in my life. If I can try and help one person avoid what that feels like, right, I think that's 
incredible, mm -hmm. you know? And so that's the premise that our clinic comes from. Everybody that's there, and it's a small clinic. It's not like, yeah. you know, we have 500 employees. There's yeah. just a few of us. Yeah. And we all really believe in what we do, yeah. which is um, having a, a spot where we want to try and provide hope for people. Absolutely. Right? And it's not fake, right? Come down to CCF any morning at 6 o'clock <laughs> as I get my, my button hand handed to me by you. <laughs> and I, I any anywhere, anytime, I love to share what my story is about yes and it's a wonderful what, story what we're about it is it is so great i and i'm so glad you're open about your story and you know i kind of lived it a little bit with you mm -hmm. afterwards but when i have patients in there and i the fact that i can just refer to your story <laughs> and say well you're going to probably hear it from jeff yeah but you got to listen to this it's, it's just amazing and i had thought i had a story but it didn't compare to jeff's yeah. and uh, what is depression it's hopelessness Right? Absolutely. Yep. There's technical terms for that. But Anadonia. it's hopelessness. Yeah, all that is just, there's just, there's just no hope. And that's why it's so important to, <laughs> to go through this journey. And when you have that hope, then you can, it's, you can start to just get, get, get in the moment and, and show up. That's right. That's all you have to do. Yep. That's it. Um, this just came over me right now, but your facility is called Brain Health Restoration. Correct. This man's life has been restored. Right. <laughs> yeah. And looking at you, knowing you, and I mean, his story, gosh, if you guys ever get a chance, come down to CCF <laughs> at 6 a.m., he'll tell you. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the story is incredible. If you really heard it all, he got bits and pieces. However, I think about the way that we were built and through my spirituality, I know where it came from, right? And he built us from cell by cell by cell by cell, cell by cell by cell. And cells get broken down, right? But by the gift of being a human, we can restore a single cell. And that can be a, a, a plenty, right, of a lot and of abundance. And, and our brain is an organ, just like our skin is an organ, our heart, and all these things that we cannot see and the things that we cannot see deserve to be restored. They deserve to be known. They deserve to have some uh, um, education behind them and knowledge behind them that they exist because without us, this inner grow, inner thing going on, then we don't function at our, at our optimal. We're not our happiest. I'm looking at you and I'm like, Gosh, I, I never knew you in that hopelessness state of mind. You did. Yeah. So you get to see the full effect, right? And I'm just I'm I'm just a deep, deep lover. So I, I can almost like put myself in your <laughs> shoes and be like, Fudge, I feel the hopelessness. But it's just amazing because at the really truly restoration is what you guys you call for restoration. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just him. It was seeing your parents respond to getting you back I have my son back yeah that restoration there too yeah do you feel wow. back do you feel like you're alive do you feel awake aware conscious absolutely I mean I <clears throat> we talked about today right I do it's the this gratitude you know I, I because you know I'm, I'm so fortunate and blessed because of the experiences that I've had in my life I proved to myself that money Cars, houses, fame, clout, whatever you want to call it, whatever you street kids want to call it, <laughs> I proved to myself that that isn't it. That's right. I was never more miserable when I walked into that 
um, Nam's Hospital after having all of that. I could go anywhere I wanted. You were an NFL right? football player. I could go anywhere like you, I wanted. You were the childhood and, dream. And for me, I was I was a womanizer as sure. well. Yeah. Um, and I looked for validation and everything that was outside of me. And yeah. the, the hard part about that is is there's always the next thing that's going to reinforce that I, I'm kind of um, insecure with who I am. Um, and so I was chasing that all along. So I had proved to myself it didn't matter because I got to you the had end, it all. I got to the end of you my rope yeah. with all of that. And so I knew that wasn't it. And so now on this new journey that I have, I don't look for that because it, I've proved to myself right that that's not it. Sure. Sounds you know. like Ecclesiastes. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly what you're talking Absolutely, about. Absolutely, right? So over and over again, right? That's not it. Chasing in the wind. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and and today my 14 and 16 year old daughters are, are an extremely important part of my life. Yeah. Um, there was a point where I became willing to miss their high school graduation because I was going to prison yeah. if I didn't change my life. That's right. And I became willing to do that. And I was fortunately spared that uh, path. However, I spent 18 months in county jail over a three year period. Um, and only in that, right, is do I then appreciate the real things that are in life, which are relationships. I was told a long time ago that the most important thing in life is building intimate relationships with people. Nothing else matters. And, and at the time, I wasn't receptive to it. Ah, that's a good concept. <laughs> but right? I'll believe you. And, and he was a chemical dependency counselor. Yep. Right. I wasn't ready to hear. I didn't know the real situation I was in, particularly with my story. However, um, so every day, you know, and I see that in you and in CCF and, and is I try to build deeper, bigger relationships with people. And I've never been more fulfilled. You know, I, love it. I live with my dad. I love it. <laughs> right. Because I want to be there for him. I get to be the son that he needs today because we lost my mom about a year ago and I was able to handle that. Right. I was able to handle the, the loss of one of my best friends, my mom, who went to every football game I ever played in, supported me, right, knew me through thick and through thin. Um, and I was able to move through it. And I like how you said that earlier is we don't get over anything. We move through things. Right? right. And they become a part of us. Um, and do they either become the part that helps lift us up um, or do they become the part that helps drag us down? And, and, and today I have some valuable relationships with people because I make it a priority, right? Because I went through treatment, right? I fixed why I did what I did, and then I helped fix the poor communication in my brain that was causing me so many problems to then be able to engage in life that makes me happy, right? I do things that make me happy now, right? Because I can engage in it, because my brain is healthy. You make a, a great point. I always talk to patients about this, and they have this idea that everything's gonna be rosy, but this doesn't get rid of life. Life <laughs> happens. COVID happens. Everything that's going on, you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna have car accidents, you're gonna have people dying, you're gonna have all this. But what I've seen over time is the patients can cope with that. My it, mom said it. She's like, I can cope a, with all of this so much better after so much the better. treatment. And they'll say that. They'll say, you know, if this would have happened to me two weeks ago, I would have been a mess. Mm -hmm. 
You must talk to my... Yeah, I know. I yeah. love it. I love it. Um, so we're going to wrap up here. This was uh, wonderful sitting with Dr. Zavala and uh, Mr. Jeff Hedwig. It's a pleasure to know you guys. I, I know that you're helping so many people. And for anyone that's listening today, uh, if you do feel alone, uh, we, we want you to know that you're not. We want you to know that there's hope. And we want you to know that you are loved, you are appreciated, you are valued, and you are worth it. And if you feel that this uh, this episode was not for you, uh, and maybe it was for some loved one around you and all the way into Germany, we ask you to please copy this link and send it to them because I've never felt more passionate in my life. And it's probably because the chapter of my life that I'm living in um, that I, that I want to reiterate what mental health is and the brain can be a scary stinking thing right if we i can't imagine not knowing or or having the the memory or dementia or all these things that are taking lives away you know um and so i want to know more about the brain so i thank you for for giving that to us uh jeff any last words thank you i appreciate it um my hand's always out uh, it's about the premise of my life. Uh, Jeff Hadwick is my Facebook. I love it. Um, if you ever need anything, um, I'm always there. I think that's the most important thing. I really do believe that someone could write you this moment on Facebook, Jeff Hadwick, H-A-D-W-I-C-K, and that's you right. would you would be a friend to them. That's right. Thank you. So there, the, our clinic, Brain Health Restoration. We're there from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. Um, Dr. Zavala is always available. That's one of the amazing things about um, Dr. Zavala is um, if I text him, he responds within five minutes. Name a doctor who does that. No, no hopefully right? sooner than that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. But he, we're always available. Uh, we, I give my number out to patients who need it. Um, it's one of the unique things that we have at our clinic is, again, it's about that relationship. It's, it's Life is more than eight to five. And so we, we try to be there for each other and we try to support um, our patients as they go through this process. Thank you so much. And Dr. Zavala, any last words? I would love to do this again and actually get your uh, take on this after your treatment. Let's do it. Yeah, so let's absolutely. look forward to that second episode from Dr. Zavala and Jeff Hadwick and from the Brain Treatment Center of Brain Health Restoration, www.brainhealthrestoration.com. And like I said, I mean, you could text these guys, you can write them on Instagram, Facebook, and also jump on their website to get their number. We are in the area code of 775, so Reno, Nevada. Uh, I know that patients have actually flown um, all the way to Reno, Nevada just for your treatment. So thank you guys for touching the lives that you have. Until next week, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And you know, I adore the crap out of every single one of you. The journey is so strong. And when I say thank you for coming to Project U, I, I remember saying this last week, this is your project. This is your story that matters. And I'm so fortunate to be along the way with you. Until next time. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus. <laughs>